Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the HP Podcast. I'm Ben, and with me here today is Brandon. What's up, man? Hey, dude. How you doing? I'm all right. Good. You got a red light shining on you again. I, I do, dude. The Did we talk about this before? I don't know. It it seems a little menacing with the red hair. Yeah. I feel, I feel a bit like heat miser. I feel like I'm being set up for some kind of joke. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's but. funny because the, the, the one side of your face, your left, my right, yeah. is slightly brighter. It's a little red but it's slightly brighter the other side is very dark and it kind of looks like you're a comic book villain or something yeah dude i'm going for aesthetic even uh-huh. even if i'm talking on the mic i hope this conveys and hopefully some of the some of the picturesque words you just said kind of right. help describe it to the to the listener yeah um but i'm feeling very devious they today. deserve to know oh certainly yeah certainly certainly um but yeah i guess there's a bit of a devious light about me today you could say yeah i suppose um, but uh Dave is not here tonight. Uh, it wasn't his fault, though. It was our scheduling that just didn't line up. Uh, last night, I had my last city council meeting ever as uh, as the mayor. Wow. So, um, you know, bittersweet, I suppose. The end of an era. More sweet than bitter, okay. I suppose. Okay, fair yes. enough. Fair uh, it's just nice to be kind of like have done a good, you know, what I think is a good job and and move on. Right. Like I don't. I don't need to. Be, I'm not really a fan of like people who get in somewhere and try to stay for life. So. Like lifers. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we had to move the day of the recording, and uh, because of that, Dave was just unable to make it. Uh, just some other things he had going on. So hopefully, we'll have everybody back soon. And Phil is dead again. He died <laughs> again this week. Fair enough. Yeah. Last week, I can't remember who it was. Somebody was. Somebody in the Discord was I, like, "It was Edwin." Yeah. Was it Edwin? He yeah, was like, "Wow, this uh, this AI you got to voice Phil is really impressive." Yeah, we <laughs> we paid good money. We just hired someone from Fiverr, uh-huh. um, and they just made it on up for us. It's pretty accurate, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's even got his like mannerisms and everything. Yeah, it yeah. looked just like him when he was here in the room. I know. I don't know how they did that. Yeah. Um, I thought they did a good job with holograms. That Tupac hologram. Yeah. Um, so that this was uh, on a level that I've never seen. It could have been witchcraft. Too. It's possible. Yeah, I I had a feeling that might be involved, but <laughs> I wasn't sure. Brandon, you work in the banking industry, yes, and I this do. time during the year, the banking industry is a mess. How are you feeling about how? How is your holiday spirit? Oh man, I am at the peak of uh, existential dread. <laughs> um, uh, now it's been fine. Work's just been really tough. Um, I've where, mo- uh, real quick, where are you normally at on the scale of existential dread if you're on the peak right now? Um, usually I'm like three-fourths of the way up the summit. I can see the top. Okay. Um, my legs have given out. Okay. And my heart is beating fast. Uh, but I think we might have reached the high point. Yeah. Um, I have the next couple days off, which I'm really looking forward to. Right. Um, get to uh, put a nice little so to speak, on my Christmas activities mm-hmm. and get ready for the holidays. Um, but no, it's been very trying. Um, there's this phenomenon called Christmas cheer uh-huh. uh, that I keep hearing about. I've never experienced it myself. Um, yeah, and I just think that the closer we get to 
a holiday moment, right. um, the more wicked people become. Oh, yes. Um, so I don't know if uh, uh, Krumpus, Krampus has anything to do with this, but something is afoot. Yes. Um, but no, things have been fine. Just really kind of tired over the past week uh-huh. um, and very socially drained. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Very socially drained, but really glad to be here to talk about some games. Um, this is always a highlight of my week. So, Speaking of which, are you anticipating any gaming-related uh, Christmas gifts? Honestly, um, I kind of flubbed this year on Christmas. Um, I've been so wrapped up with daily life that I... I don't feel like I necessarily need anything. So it's probably been very difficult to shop for me this year. It's always difficult to shop for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, if I, most of the time, if I want something, I get it. Right. Which I'm really blessed to be able to do that. Right. Um, But yeah, I mean, I guess I'm going to get what I get. Nothing, nothing that I've put out into the universe that Uh will come back to me that I've said. Right. Um, But who knows? I mean, everyone knows what I like and that's video games. Yeah. So I'm sure something will be on the horizon for sure. Nice. For sure, for sure. How about you? Maybe you'll get an old school Nintendo or something. That would be dope. That would be. That would be dope, dude. It would be my first. I actually said that thinking like, oh, what's a lame thing I could say? But that would be dope, actually. (laughs) Dude, uh, the Switch was my first ever me personally own Nintendo, so it would be interesting to kind of get some uh, some old boys in there. Yeah, so. for sure. Uh, for me, no, I don't... I'm very much the same way. I If I want something bad enough, I get it on my own, and I'm blessed to be able to have a lot of different games that I either have been given or have purchased myself or have through Game Pass or just have borrowed from either you or Dustin or something. Right. So like there's not really any gaming stuff related. I, I use like a Amazon wish list. Oh, okay. That anytime I see something, I just kind of throw it on there. And the most recent additions I have on there, I threw like some Sea of Thieves art books and stuff on there, nice. which I mean, I don't even need them. It's just like, dude, those are dope though. Yeah. There's stuff like, a, they're like 15 bucks, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I would like this, but I'm not going to, I shouldn't buy for myself. Like right. I should just put it on there because it's not something I'm going to go out and rush and get. So, right. um, that, are, that may be on the horizon. I have no idea. Yeah. Those are the best gifts though. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, I know it's hard to buy for me. So if I see something that I don't need or want, I usually buy things that I need and want at the same time. Right. Like, you know, stuff for streaming or whatever. Right. Yeah. Part of me kind of wishes that there was still the magic of Christmas yeah. that I once had. Um, but as an adult, that's not really practical unless I just deprive myself throughout the year of anything uh, that I desire right. um, as far as electronics. But yeah, part of me cause, does kind of miss that it's been a long time, but there was one Christmas where I, where, I did, where I did open up an Xbox 360. Yes, yes. Um, and that was probably kind of just the height. Um, but now I can buy it for myself. So I guess that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... Uh, there's something about that Christmas magic, just opening up something you've been wanting um, on uh, Christmas morning. So I guess we'll see how the cards fall. Yeah. Um, it'll be exciting nonetheless. So when I was it, probably like 97, 98, well, probably 97, right after it came out, I got a PS1. Oh, dude. And I remember I had gone to a friend's house slightly before that. And they were like, oh, play these games with us. And I was like, what is this thing? They're like, it's a PlayStation. And I was like, that's not a real thing. PlayStation isn't a real name of a gaming console <laughs> I've ever heard of. It's not Nintendo or Sega. Yeah. And it must have been shortly after that, like, that I got it. But I don't remember wanting it. I just remember getting it. I, I must have wanted it because my parents, well, actually, I think it was my dad's workplace. They could earn, like, points. And at the end of the year, they had, like, 
they could buy things with their points that they earn through nice. work somehow. I don't cool. remember exactly how it worked. So uh, I got that. And then one year when I was, well, this was like 2009 or so, I got a 360 that I remember I had wanted, but didn't like specifically tell anyone I wanted it. Yeah. And or, honestly, I probably bugged them to death about it and just <laughs> don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, but that wasn't even that long ago. So I don't, I'm, I, wow, that was a long ago. That was 12 years ago. <laughs> anyway. Time my, is nothing. <laughs> my point here is as an adult, it's like you don't get a lot of surprises, but when you get a surprise that's either like useful or kind of nice, right? it means a little more because like somebody actually had to go and hunt for it for right. you. Right, no. Most of the time you get stuff that you're like, okay, what am I going to do? Like, okay, for instance, I love my in-laws. They yeah. get me great gifts. They love me. They do good things. But one year they got me like a growler. Sure. And I was like, I sell growlers. Yeah. Like, I don't need a growler. <laughs> right. But right. hey, that was nice. It was a good thought. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if I get like a, a new pair of underwear or something, I would be probably pretty happy with that. Yeah. As I've gotten older my desire for practical gifts mm -hmm. has significantly increased. Right. Like my girlfriend just on a whim got me this wallet Yeah, because I've always had, I, I will literally use a wallet until it is shreds of in quotes, leather in my hands. Um, but this thing has been holding up great nice. and it, it's so much utility, so much utility. Yeah. Um, but now you were talking about, about buying old consoles and that, and then that reminded me, um, I completely forgot about this. My my dad got his PS2 around Christmas time from Sears. Oh, yeah. Back when they sold video games. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. But I remember standing next to the fridges in Sears and him asking the, the employee at the time, whatever year that was, uh -huh. um, about buying that PS2. That's so funny. I remember now, that. I know your dad okay i don't know him real super well or anything right right i don't even know if anybody does but yeah uh, is he is he the type of gamer dad gamer who like he knows about everything and he is like going with a purpose or is he very much like a he's gonna ask somebody else what he should buy no yeah i i feel like if he's really into it he'll do a little bit of research but it's like very shallow research like facebook research mm -hmm. um that type of thing you know that sort right um but well that that counts as research nowadays yeah, you know yeah, when you, people say they've researched something it means they googled an article right about ex it. exactly no but um i'm lucky enough to feel like i know at least a couple things about video games so sure um, he, he confides in me a lot as far as that goes. And I'm glad, um, because if he wouldn't, I would be scared at what he would buy and how much he would pay. He, um, so he got his PS5 recently. Yeah. Th this is the Brandon's dad report, uh, right now. That's so, all right. Uh, sure. Yeah. He bought his PS5. I assume he's playing GTA 5 on it. Yes. He's played a lot of GTA 5. He's probably, did he buy the remakes or the remasters? No, he did not. Okay. I actually... I was thinking about picking it up for him just yeah. because he has an extensive history with GTA and he always has. Right. Um, he's actually the one that introduced me originally. Right. Um, but I bought it myself and I just brought it over to his house. It was only like 22 gigabytes to download San Andreas. Uh -huh. So we were making cookies. And so I was like, Dad, pop this in. You got to see this just for fun. Right. Um, just to remember what yeah. it was like. Yeah. Um, and a couple times I felt him getting frustrated about the controls and i was like yep you yep. could feel that this game is old too huh yep. yeah yep. <laughs> yeah it's just, it's just funny so what else i mean what else has he played he he likes he really likes gta yeah i mean honestly throughout the years i have kind of like supplemented his gaming right um i buy did him get, did you let him play near 
No, no. hell no. Okay, right. Um, he just might checking. like it though, but just for the for the view. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you want me to be honest, yeah. uh, but uh, but no, I've I've got him some things that I'm actually surprised that he's beaten. Yeah, I mean, he completely. Now he was a fan of God of War back in the day, but yes. it is a little bit different than it used to be. Right. Um, and he played the whole way through God of War. Yeah. Which I would love for him to replay it on his PS5 because it looks and plays amazing yeah. on the PS5. Um, he completely beat and played all of Horizon. Nice. Yeah, which which I was really surprised because I, I, I was kind of taking a risk getting that for him. I wasn't right. sure if he would like it or that he would have the skill to play it. Right. Because he loves playing video games, Um, but I wouldn't... He's not a ever, gamer. Yeah, I would never consider him like being able to just pick up anything. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And not a lot of people can. No. But... Um, but no, he played he played Horizon. Um, I believe he beat Doom 2016. I had to help him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure he did that. And I think I got him Eternal, but I don't think he really vibed with that too much. Okay. Um, and he played the new little big planet I bought him. Nice. Um Sackboy one? Yeah, Sackboy. Yeah, okay. Yep, yep. Um, and he beat Astro Playroom. I had to help him with the last boss, the yeah. uh the uh, T-Rex boss. Yeah. But uh no, no, he's playing. He's playing all kinds, and I'm really glad that he's continued to kind of keep that spark and enjoyment. Um, I think it's a great way for him to decompress, and I'm glad as he's gotten older that he's continued to enjoy something that he enjoyed right. um, when we were younger. Um, right. Because it it's been an integral part of me growing up, and it's just I'm glad that that didn't fall off. Right. Because I didn't fall off. So right. You know, I'm just glad to see that he's uh, continuing to fight the good fight. So. Um, I will say there was one game that I thought he was going to really like. Well, I didn't think he was going to really like it, but he was really interested in it, and that was Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember he was really interested. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, that's not a game I would necessarily suggest to him, Yeah, but he wanted to try it out, so um, he hasn't really played it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) For obvious reasons. Um, Initially, he tried to play it on PS4, and okay. that was an absolute nightmare. Yes, yes. Um, so I just told him to wait, and um, I pretty much am, am just telling him to do the same thing I'm doing. Bide your time until finally the PS5 version comes out, and then right. if you don't like it, it's okay. It's, right. it's a very heavy RPG. It's not something I would necessarily suggest to most people. So One more Brandon's dad gaming question. How does your mom feel about it? How is she... She always she, been chill. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. mind at all. I mean, she gets him out of her hair for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, exactly. Um, he he, he isn't like a notorious. Uh, has some notorious game rage. Yes, um, I will say throwing. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, but I think he's been taking it easy on the PS5. I think his old age has maybe hopefully tamed him, him. <laughs> t- tamed him down on on destroying the tech. Um, but there were definitely many PS1 controllers and PS2 controllers that we went through via uh, broken joysticks, etc. Yeah. Um, but no, my mom's my mom's all about it. Nice. Um, you know, I guess it's better than him just scrolling away on Facebook all night. So. Doom scrolling. Yeah, seriously, way. pretty much. So it's funny because your dad's not that old. I just I did an interview for Last Stand uh, with a man named uh, William Hobart who is a dude who's, I think he's probably in his 70s. Oh, really? And he knows more as much about video games as you or I. Excellent. And plays everything. I love to see that. Yeah. It's so, like, it's not a medium that has barriers because there's something for everyone. Right. There literally is. I mean, what we have out there right now in video games, there is something anyone can enjoy. Right. 
Um, and I love that. I love how accessible video games can be. Um, and to see someone in their old age continue to enjoy something that we care about so much is really cool to see. Uh, and, I, and I hope that, you know, I can continue right. um, in such a way that I'd be able to do that as well. I so. think it's funny because, like, he is an anomaly right now because of his age and just, like, you know, he started playing when video games came out. Like Pong. Yeah. like Well, before Pong even, probably. <laughs> and, you know, he's still playing, whereas a lot of people that are in the same generation as him don't and have never played video games. Right. But I'm just thinking about, like, what's it going to be like in 30 or 40 years when our generation is that age and it's like everybody's a gamer? Right. And we're all old guys yeah. playing games. And then the younger generation, what, is, what are they going to be on to that they don't understand? That's what I'm saying, dude. When I'm 70... I will still 1v1 challenge someone in the, <laughs> in the Rust map. I will say, take it to Rust, give me the intervention, I will 1v1 you and throwing knife your ass. Yes. And I'm just going to smack talk a teenager, and they're just going to be blown away. It's right. going to be fantastic. Nice. Well, we have a few topics to talk about, but nothing really that big of a deal, honestly. Uh, it's been, a, it, as it is every year, it's been a little bit of a slow week, but we'll just update you on a few things. Uh, kind of why we talked about some, you know, non-gaming stuff, non-news stuff there for a little bit. Uh, the first thing, this report came out from gamesradar.com, uh, or they, they published this, and it says Xbox Game Pass added over $6,300 worth of games in 2021. Wow. Now, this is a little bit about this discussion, but I just want to talk about Game Pass in general. Yeah. Uh, this new information comes from The Loadout, which has calculated the value of every Xbox Game Pass edition for both PC and console alike over the course of 2021. Apparently, the grand total of the games added to Xbox Game Pass in 2021 is $6,317 when calculated through game listings on the Microsoft and Xbox store storefronts. Uh, additionally, the report has even been able to pinpoint the best month for value in terms of additions for Game Pass users. It might not come as a huge surprise that it was in March 2021 that Xbox added the biggest number of games in terms of value to the subscription service with the acquisition of Bethesda Game Studios combining for a massive nine. Um, let's see. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate would cost someone a maximum of $120 and cross an entire year. So wait in against the value of $6,317 in terms of games added. Uh, not including the ones that were already over, it's a pretty good deal. That is a deal at half the price. So you have recently become re-ingratiated into the Xbox ecosystem. Yes, sir. And had Xbox Game Pass. I figured maybe we'd just talk about a couple... You, you've had a little less time to experiment, but a, a few of the games that we've played from Game Pass this yeah. year. Yeah, no uh, So I'll start off, and this is one that I'm now I'm now playing Sea of Thieves on Steam. Okay. Uh, because it was actually gifted to me. Oh, nice. Uh, I won, like, I just, like, I don't even know how. I just was watching a stream, and they were like, you win. And I was like, okay. Sure. And they know me, because I, like, played with them before, and they were like, well, you already have it. Do you want it, or would you rather give it to somebody else? I was like, if it's for Steam, I'll take it. Because apparently the Steam version has a few less kinks Oh, in it. really? Uh, not that the Game Pass version is bad, or the Microsoft Store version is bad, but the Steam version just seems to be a little better. Gotcha. Maybe. gotcha. So anyway, of course, I'm going to take a free copy of Sea of Thieves anyway. Might as well. But... So that's one that I have, I don't even want to tell how many days worth of time put into that game just this year alone. Yep. Uh, so that's a big one for me. Uh, well, let's just go back and forth. What's one for you that you've gotten some good value out of this year? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to talk about it a little bit later, but um, I was lucky enough to get Game Pass, and I actually tried the remake of San Andreas, uh -huh. which actually prompted me to buy the trilogy. 
Um, it's nowhere near perfect. We can just talk about it now, by the way. I don't really care if we... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Let's no, just no. mix it all in here. Yeah, no. It Playing San Andreas made me realize I wanted to re-experience that, essentially. Yeah. Um, and I'm really glad that, you know, even though the whole trilogy wasn't there, I played a little bit of San Andreas, and then I stopped and was like, I'm really enjoying this. Right. I should probably actually just buy it, and then I'll play the rest of them. Right. So, no, it's it's really cool just being able to pop in there's been nothing like this that I've experienced. I've heard talk of Game Pass for some time now, but there hasn't really been a great way for me to utilize that. Right. Um, and it's been really, really amazing just plummeting myself back into the Xbox community um, because that's kind of where my roots are. And it's been, I guess, strange that I had such a diversion from it completely right. for this long. Um, but it feels really good to be back. I think many people feel that same thing. Yeah, no, and I got to say, you know, I feel like over the years I've talked very highly of Sony, yeah. and my feelings on that have not changed whatsoever. Um, I, it still has a huge place in my heart, mm-hmm. um, but really where I blossom the most, you know, I played the PS1 and I played the PS2. That was an integral part of me coming up, playing games very early. Right. Um, but 360 was first when I kind of branched out by myself uh-huh. you know it wasn't something that was my dad's console right you know what i mean i wasn't right. playing somebody else's games that sort of thing i was getting my own games right um so it's been really great kind of re-experiencing and especially with all these bethesda titles i mean you're talking about how much value this has game pass is killing it man. yeah absolutely killing it um but no, it was really good to just pop into San Andreas and just affirm that i did want the trilogy right um and i had that option you know i I bought it on a different console, but yeah. it made me realize that, yeah, I do want to play this, and I can just pop in and try it, and if I want the trophies, I'll just buy the game. Nice. You know, so. Yeah. Um, but I did try Lawnmower Simulator. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I talked about that a little while back, and people looked at me like I was crazy. I'm going to be honest. It's really bad. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah. It's it's almost cathartically bad, though. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like if I really took the time to sit down with it, it, it would be rewarding. But I just was fucking up somebody's yard so bad, <laughs> just as, as bad as I possibly could. Um, so that was fun for a bit. Right. Um, I have a couple other things downloaded. I haven't really jumped in. I downloaded Blood Roots, uh-huh. um, which is something that we played. I think it might have won our Game, of the, won our game of the Show at PAX. Yeah. Yeah. 2020. I don't even remember, dude. I think it was. It feels weird. Yeah. yeah. I, 2019, maybe even. Okay. One of them. But yeah. um, no, I've been meaning to try that. Um, I wanted to try Outer Worlds, I think it is. Is that the uh, the Obsidian one or is it? The, oh, dude. I don't, always get them confused. I get them confused, too. The Outer Wilds? Or, no, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds is the, is the one Obsidian one. Yeah. The Outer Wilds is yeah. the other one. Okay. Yeah. So the Outer Worlds, um, I've been meaning to pop into that as well. But yeah, there's just something so refreshing. If anybody out there is listening as a primarily PlayStation gamer, Uh um, you know, there's been some news recently about some sort of competitor in quotes. Mm -hmm. Um, But man, there's just so much value and there's something so amazing. I'm glad I'm finally able to utilize something that I've heard talked about. And I don't think I really understood the value until i actually did it myself you're just scrolling through that list yeah so. no because yeah. i could you know i could look at a list all day but until i can you know pop in and just try something to try it yeah and 
to see how cool that is to be able to have that option. Right. Um, it really was something different when I did it myself. It really was. Yeah. So the one thing that I can kind of talk about that, um, Xbox exclusively, console users exclusively can't talk about yet is uh, Age of Empires 4. Okay. I've been a huge Age of Empires fan back to 2. I didn't play the first one, but I played the second one. I think my buddy gave me a burn CD with the game on it back in the day. (laughs) And of course, I played, you know, I played the second one and the third one and now the fourth one. And it's just like, I mean, I don't need to describe it to anybody who's ever played an Age of Empires game, but it's just like RTS done perfectly to me. Yeah. Uh, Age of Empires 4, I, I don't have nearly as many hours in it as I would like to yet, but it's just a it's just an iteration, a better version of an old thing that I love. Yeah. Uh, so that's really fun. Uh, one game that I was interested in but probably wouldn't have purchased, if I'm being completely honest here, that I ended up adoring was The Forgotten City. It just came okay. out a few months ago. Yeah, no, I remember you talking. We even... That same year, I think we checked that out at PAX as well. Yes, I think we did. Uh, so the Forgotten City, it's it's a blast. I would encourage anybody to check it out. It's only like maybe six or eight hours long. And I think it just depends on how you play and, you know, if you do all the different endings and everything. Right. Uh, but it's got, you know, it's got all the things I love. I mean, it's a Skyrim mod. It's built on a Skyrim mod. So that's, you know, instantly somewhat appealing. Right. And then it's got a little bit of uh, a little bit of mythology across multiple different um, backgrounds, right. different cultural backgrounds. Right. Uh, it's got a time loop mechanic. I know you love that, dude. I do love that. I know you love the good old time loop, dude. It's got you know choice and consequence essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a it was a fun game that I probably I was like interested in it, but I probably wouldn't have paid for it. Yeah. Um, if just being real here, and just being able to jump in there and try it was perfect. Uh, speaking of time loop games, Twelve Minutes, which is incredibly polarizing, but I enjoyed it. It was Game Pass Day One. Yeah. What's it? I heard something about that maybe being optimal to play on a mouse and keyboard. I think it is. Okay. I think it is. I played it with a controller, though, believe it or not. Oh, did you? Yeah, because it was, I think it came out shortly after I had gotten my Series S. And I was like, I'll just play it on here. And as I was playing on there, I was like, I wish I was playing this on computer. So that is the one thing that I think, even if you love everything else about it, you would hate that. Because it's just not... It's it's playable for sure, but it's just not the way it was meant to be, right? In my opinion, yeah. But it's it's a solid game with a good background. There's just some few a few things on the execution that it didn't come it's through. A little with. weird. Yeah, a lot of the complaints I saw and heard about it, uh, I thought were stupid. Yeah, but that was one that I thought was legitimate yeah. for sure. Yeah, some pretty big names on that too. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. William Defoe, man, love that guy. William or Willem. I don't know. There's no... I, yeah. It's, I, I don't know. I think it's Willem, but everybody says William, and I'm like, I don't want to, like, be a douche and say it's yeah. Willem, but I think it's Willem. But how am I to know what a man's name is? Yeah. It's hard to say. I've never heard him say it. Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah. So that's a few of the ones, a few of the highlighted ones, I guess. Uh, there's a lot more going to be coming out next year, of course. Yeah. Serious, on Game Pass alone. Serious Sam, I think, is coming. Is it? I'm, I thought. I didn't see that, but I believe it. I thought. Honestly, I remember one of my parents' friends having that, like one of the very old Serious Sam, Sam games. Yes. Back yes. in the day on like some old ass white yellow, white PC that was yellowed, obviously. Right. Um, but no, I'm just interested to see what it is. And if it's coming to Game Pass, I mean, why not? Yeah. That's literally the magic of it. Why not? If you have time to download it, you have time to play it. Right. You're good. That's all you need. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. 
In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, uh, I'll just tie this in here since we're talking a little bit about Game Pass and Xbox and stuff. It's not really a news story, but I wanted to point out something cool that Microsoft Rare, Sea of Thieves specifically did this last weekend. They did... I think it was like 50 some hours of live stream where there's a, a thing in the game pa- in the um, the uh, battle pass or whatever it's plunder pass that it's like a lantern it's a cosmetic for okay. your lantern gotcha. and it makes it look like a snow globe oh nice but you know there's all the all the memes with the orb going around right now and everything pondering my orb and that kind of thing yeah they took that and they just set it in a in a scene inside of a, a tavern and just had like kind of you know those fireplace things that you have on oh yeah like a fireside chat well yeah like kind of on netflix it's just like a picture of a fireplace and sounds and music and stuff they kind of had the orb sitting there and just playing music but then every like so often they would raid someone who was playing sea of thieves and take like ten thousand people with them oh wow and enable drops on that channel so for half an hour you were eligible to get drops on that channel if you were watching them so they brought a lot of attention to a lot of different creators and stuff like that um but in that they were dropping uh, they would like cut away from the scene with the orb and do like a bit of lore drop. Oh, and so like it's very unprecedented for them to do that. But the thing I want to say is like there's so much lore in Sea of Thieves that I'm digging into and I just love so yeah. much. It's just cool to see that, and it was cool to see that event. Like kind of, I think it was part of the like festival of giving they call nice. it. So that was really neat. And um, but that I, they didn't announce it or anything. They just did it. And then people were like getting raided by 10,000 people. <laughs> and then that's as much fun as it is hell. Yeah, of yeah, I, I bet. Because you've bet. got a lot of people like, yeah, where's the drops? Why, why is this drop here? Why, I hate like, this. I can't get my drop. You know, that kind of thing. Hopefully you have a moderator or something. Goodness yeah, for real. Could you imagine? I mean, they're like bombing people with like 20, 30 viewers. Yeah. And I know for like me, who has between 10 and 30 usually. Right. Uh, I just. I don't have like a moderation team set right, up. Right. There's no way I could possibly, right. you know. It's just too many people. Yes, absolutely. But it, that's really cool though that they're kind of, you know, giving back to the community. Yeah, pretty much. I love yeah. to see that, man. Yeah. Love to see it. For sure. And the fact that they weren't like making it a big deal, they just kind of did it. That's kinda, They just did it. That's kind of cool. And somehow, this is on the tech side, they immediately like would enable drops on that channel and that channel only. So you had to stay on that channel for like 15 minutes to get the drop. Gotcha. Which is cool because you don't want people just popping in, right. dropping a follow and leaving immediately because right. then it's just a dead follow. Right. Uh, so, you know, maybe you pop in and you're like, oh, this looks boring. And then 15 minutes later, you're like, oh, I could give this person a try. You yeah. know, I found a couple people. I mean, it was cool to see some people I know get rated too. Yeah. But it was really neat to like, oh, like, I, th- I think I found two new people that I've watched since then. Nice, dude. Um, you know, so it's always fun. That's great, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next story. The people are going to love this one. This comes from PCGamer.com. Tencent, our favorite, 
buys Back for Blood developer Turtle Rock Studios. It says, Tencent announced today that it has added yet another game studio to its stable through the acquisition of Slamfire, the parent company of Back for Blood developer Turtle Rock Studios. Turtle Rock will continue, quote, independent operations, end quote, out of its current office in California, with co-founders remaining at the helm. The studio said the acquisition will enable it to grow in size and expand its ambitions for Back for Blood. Quote, we will continue to transparently communicate with you all, provide updates on all our progress through our Trello board and expand on what makes Back for Blood so special. Additionally, we get to do something we've never done before as a studio, turn a universe we created into a true long-standing AAA franchise. We can now ensure that Back for Blood franchise is here to stay and we'll be working on it well into the future. So I kind of wanted to talk about Back for Blood and Turtle Rock, but also just about Tencent. Um, it is insane how quickly Back for Blood disappeared out of the conversation. That's what I'm saying. That's why I find this to be a bit strange. Yes. Do you think they lowballed them? I would imagine they looked at this. They looked at Back for Blood and said, wow, this is uh, going nowhere. And they dropped an offer and it got accepted. I, I just, I mean, maybe it took way longer than that. Yeah. I don't know how long these things actually take. I'm sure they take longer than I think they do. Yeah. But there's no possible way that back for the tens or that um, Turtle Rock was like, we're swimming in money. We don't need your money. Yeah. Uh, because that game just fell off the face of the earth. So it really quickly. did. It really, really did. I'm actually trying to see the Twitch views right now because I'm just honestly curious. It, it, yeah, that's funny because it's like not a perfect metric, but it's a pretty good metric on popularity for a game. Yeah, no, I mean... I'd like to see the, the Steam charts. They were doing abysmally. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, like Left, Left like, 4 Dead 2 had like 15 times as many players concurrent as Back 4 Blood did a couple weeks ago. So 915 viewers. 915 viewers for a game that came out, what, like two months ago? Total. Yeah. That's over everybody. Yeah. And the highest... Oh, for fuck's sake. Just clicked away from it. <laughs> uh, the highest channel that I can see has 139. Yeah, that's bad. So, that's bad. Yeah. it The the bigger thing is about Tencent and all the, the Chinese money coming in. You know, Tencent's partially controlled by the Chinese government. Tencent even seems to be, and Tencent and some others are like trying to get away a little bit more from the Chinese government, it seems, trying to expand their interest in other countries so they're not completely controlled, potentially. But I'm just surprised that a game with so much gore and stuff is able to like be, you know, with Tencent behind it. Like yeah. a lot of times they moderate what you can put in games. Yeah, I was going to say, I was waiting at the end of the statement about them being acquired for you to say something like, this is approved by the CCP. Right. <laughs> or like, you yeah. know, something like that. Yeah. Um. But no, I, 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 I don't know. I just get a fishy feeling yes. in general about Tencent, and I think I would care more if it was a studio or a game that I actually gave a fuck about. Right. Um, but yeah, once again, I'm going to reiterate, it's just very weird that it, it had to have been a lowball offer. That's really what I'm thinking, is that you know they just wanted to do the best they could, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm positive Back for Blood has not been the success that the company Tur Turtle Rock has hoped. Right. I'm I'm positive. Yeah. Well, and they went on Game Pass, and that's probably the only reason that it got any kind of traction, honestly. Yeah. Because people who had never heard of the series didn't really care for it, and people who absolutely loved uh, Left 4 Dead back in the day are, like, really disappointed. Yeah. So, I don't know. I 
I would love to see this game turn around. I mean, I would love for them to fix the solo stuff that they've drastically fucked up with the game where you can't really yeah. play solo at all. I think they did make some changes, but did I haven't they? even... I, I deleted it off my hard drive because I just wasn't playing yeah, it. Yeah, it's just kind of uninteresting and uninspiring yeah. uh, for the most part. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, certainly I would love to see it turn around. Sure. I want more Left for Dead. I don't know that I necessarily want more Back for Blood. Right. But I think this is the closest we're going to possibly get. So yeah. I guess I'm going to take what I can get at this point. And if Tencent buying them means it's going to get better... I guess that's fine. Right. Yeah. So this uh, Miguel Lozada is one of the people who work at Elgato, the people who make like capture oh, card and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, and he tweeted this. Now, I'll put this out there. I did not independently confirm this and he did not put up any. And I don't know if he originated it, but his tweet that I saw and I believe it based on anecdotally uh, says Tencent has acquired or invested in over 100 video game companies this year. That's one in every three days. Where's all the money coming from? All the other investments they have in the video games and man. the backing of the Chinese government, probably. Man, oh, man. It's That's insane. a lot in one year. One in three days they're investing or buying a company. That's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, regardless of how much money, you know, like if Microsoft did this, maybe I would I would be... I, I wouldn't blink an eye if someone like Microsoft did this, but... Maybe I'm just underestimating the size of... I mean, clearly, I am underestimating the size Could of Tencent. Tencent by Microsoft? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wouldn't that just be the Probably worst not, possible yeah. thing that could ever happen to America? Oh, wow. Um, could you everybody's Windows computer is now spyware. Yep. Yep. <laughs> not is, that it isn't already. That but. is like an Orwellian nightmare. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I mean, I guess it's fine. I don't know. We're going to see a lot more of this. I can guarantee it. At the rate at which they're buying, I'm just kind of... I don't know. I just, like I said, I just hope it's someone I don't really like. I saw um, someone like kind of poo-pooing it because they were like, oh, they're they're buying like all these mid-tier things. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but like a million paper cuts will kill you. Yeah, amen. So, <laughs> yeah, really, I mean, though, really, though. I don't care like, how small the injury is. It's an injury. And if you get enough of them. Well, and also like, I don't know if, if people think about this, but it's like we don't want one studio to own a majority of anything. True, yeah. You know what I mean? Like diversity you know breeds good things for everybody yeah just take, um, take the chinese part of the equation out yeah and it's still a problem yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't know yeah. it it is what it is um best wishes to turtle rock but yeah i mean good for them yeah i'm sure this is going to be good for them because they do seem like they have potential they probably could use a little more time and money to get yeah, things done they need some leverage yeah they need something for sure so Okay, this comes from VideoGamesChronicle.com. Says GTA Trilogy Remaster PC owners have been offered a free Rockstar game. Promotion is available to existing GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition owners and those who purchase the remaster collection by January 5th, 2022. Owners can choose to download one of seven other Rockstar products for free, including five games which are listed below, and they are Grand Theft Auto V Premium Edition, Grand Theft Auto IV Complete Edition, Max Payne 3, L.A. Noir, Bully Scholarship Edition, A Great White, Sh a Great White Shark, cash card for GTA Online. Oh, good. Or 55 gold bars for Red Dead Online. Oh, good. Uh, this offer was announced alongside the launch of the Rockstar Store Sale, which includes 50 to 70% off classic P Rockstar PC titles, 40% off apparel, and 20% off GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition for PC. By the way, that just came out. It's already 20% off. Uh, there's a huge issue, of course, with it on PC specifically yeah. recently. Um, Definitive Edition was recently published in a list of the worst reviewed games of 2021 and 
Yes. I, so <laughs> I have an insane thought about this, Ben. Let's do it. Absolutely batshit crazy. I'm a madman for thinking this. Okay. Instead of giving us something free, just go and fix your game <laughs> and then make it as best as it can be. Have people actually go and actual people. Yes. And, and do it. And make it make it nice. Right. And then people will be less angry. Yes. We don't need your fucking shark cards. And I bought it. So I, I guess I'm part of the problem. Sure. Um, but it's very simple. Make the game itself better, because that's what people paid for. That's what people want. Right. We don't want your fucking... Tr- it's, it, it's like, our game sucked, so here's another one of our games. Right. Because we're not going to... It doesn't matter the one you already bought. Yeah. Here's something else as a gift, because we're just going to leave what you already paid <laughs> for alone. Right. So, it, insane thought. Yes. Absolutely insane. Um, but, I, I guess, really... Yeah, if if they had had like Red Dead Redemption two, I don't even know what the G was the GTA trilogy a full sixty. Yeah, yeah, I I got it at Walmart, so I got like ten bucks off. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure everywhere it was sixty dollars. So. I I really want to buy. Uh, I would re- like to play Red Dead two again on PC. Oh yeah, and uh, it's funny because I'm like, oh maybe if Red Dead two was on that list, I'd go for it. But I yeah. think it's probably thirty bucks or something. Yeah, yeah, I I can't imagine it would be. It's probably not still full sixty. Oh, I highly so. doubt it. It shouldn't be if it is. Right. Yeah. At, it, at at this point, I mean, they've done nothing with it, um, and they've sunk money into a lackluster online mode. As if right. anyone wants to fucking play Red Dead Online. Yeah. At this point, everyone's playing GTA Online. Did we play Red Dead Online together, or did I play with Kevin? I don't think I played it at all. Okay, I played it for one day. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I, just so bored. I really don't think I got past the tutorial. Yeah. Um, I think I did part of the tutorial and was like. No thanks. No thanks. Yep. Yeah. Thanks anyway. Right. Now I got to deal with some dumbass economy that is weighted against <laughs> right. you just playing and, and, and more about spending money. So. Right. Last story that I have on the docket. This is uh, directly from Final Fantasy VII Remake's Twitter account. It says, starting this Wednesday, and this came out the 19th, so that would be, wait, that'd be, that'd be tomorrow or today. Uh, as we're recording this, PS Plus subscribers who previously redeemed Final Fantasy VII Remake via PlayStation Plus will be able to upgrade to the PS5 version of the game. Episode Intermission, the DLC featuring Yuffie, will be 25% off for a limited time. So this isn't that big of a news story, but remember how much turmoil and crap because people who got the free version from PS Plus weren't able to upgrade it. It literally didn't have the option. To didn't it. have the option to yeah. upgrade it. And I think that it was even an issue some people were having if they bought the disc, even if they had redeemed the other one, they were having a trouble upgrading. Yeah. I, I just remember it being a hassle and being disappointed yeah. in general. And now all of a sudden, it's, yep. it's possible. Well, you know what it is. Money. 25% off the DLC. That's that's, that, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's a sign of good faith. Hey, please play this. Right. We're no longer selling it very much. Right. Um, here's the free version that we should have given you on PlayStation Plus. You can now pay to upgrade it. And now we're going to put 20% off and we're still going to make a ton on overhead. So right. Please, please give us money <laughs> is, that's, is, is, is what it is. Yeah, I so, think that's accurate. Yeah. I'm wondering how much the upgrade is because it should be cheaper than it was. Uh, the upgrade, I think, is free. Is that what you're talking about from the PlayStation Plus version? Is it? That's what the whole story is. Yeah. Literally. Oh, I thought they were going to make them pay is what I thought. No, no, no. So the upgrade 
if you've redeemed, and this is from my understanding of it, right, uh, is that if you have redeemed the PlayStation Plus version, now there was all that stink about it, right? But now you're able to upgrade it in some way or some form. It will be the PS5 version now. But will it still be a PS Plus game? I'm sure it will be. So if you lose PS Plus, you lose the game. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. I'm positive. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of just standard. That's with the probably way it, fair, honestly. Yeah, that's yeah. just the way it works. But right. nonetheless, if you're they, not paying for the upgrade, right, yeah. right, right. Um, I just don't know why the play was to not do this sooner. Right. I think they really wanted to pump the money on how many copies they could sell at that very moment. They only wanted to give you the bad version, so that way right. you might pay for the good version. Right. The, the bad up- version was just still pretty good. The upgrade, yeah, right? yeah. In quotes, I guess is what I should have said. Right. Um, but also they're just trying to pump the numbers on the DLC, really. Right. So yeah. Um, I guess this is good news. I shouldn't be complaining at all because now I probably will play it. Right. Um, especially because I already have it on PlayStation Plus. So yep. now there's no reason not to. I've been suggested this game many, many times. Um, and uh, I will not be playing the DLC at all. Yeah. Um, but I, I'll give it a go. Sure. Yeah. They should have done this earlier, but sure. I guess better late than never, I suppose. So. Right. For some reason, I was thinking that you had to pay to upgrade the version even if you bought it. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, I... I think it's the way that I said, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm almost positive because a couple people, Kevin, our uh-huh. friend, actually reached out to me about this too because I was complaining at him at the time. He was the one of the people that suggested it to me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, well, can I get the better version of it? Right. And the answer was no. Right. <laughs> so now that now that I am, um, right. you know, I'll definitely check it out. So. Nice. That's all the real news. It's, it's a slow time of the year for news, of course. Um, Let's talk. You already talked a little bit about what you've been a little playing, bit, and a you little haven't bit. you haven't been playing a whole lot. You said, yeah, uh, just with being sick and holiday stuff. But what else is there? Anything else that you've uh, you've had on the on the old sticks lately? No, I I I do want to dive a little bit back into the GTA trilogy. Yeah, just a little bit because I've so I started off at the beginning. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, after I played San Andreas, I realized this was something I could potentially be interested in again, and I just started from the beginning. And man, oh man. Is this game old as fuck? <laughs> it feels so fucking old. I was just complaining to you earlier. Um, something that you know we take for granted nowadays is like ease of play, ease yeah. of checkpoints, right? Um, and you know, failing the same mission five times in a row because the AI is so goddamn stupid, right? And then it teleports you across the city for you to then have to drive. To the mission, like, 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 literally, it's like, okay, you failed, right? You're gonna get teleported across the city, right? And have to drive five more times until you beat it, right? So it's just little things like that that I, I think that as someone who is blessed to play new games, um, I take for granted, and yeah. when and and it really rears its ugly head when you play something old like this, right? Um, this is what I was talking about earlier, though, that they could they could have. Right. They could have updated it. They could have put it in a checkpoint system, and they could have done so much to these beloved masterpieces. And I mean, even if they're old and they have sure. some old mechanics, they're still... For the time, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and they and, and there's such, such a milestone in, in, in how they make money today. Mm-hmm. So you think they would coddle and want to and just present the best possible version. And in some ways, they've done that. Right. I've talked about, you know, the weapon wheel and just little things here and there. But I feel like, as I've said before, and I'm going to say again about this trilogy, it's really lackluster yeah. um, in a lot of ways. And if the games themselves weren't decent, right. nobody would buy it. Right. 
at all. It's just a money grab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it really is, and clearly it worked on me. Right. Um, but no, it's been. But at least you did it with full knowledge of what it was. Right. Right. I I had the the right expectation. Right. Um, but it's really cool going back into that. Um, like I said, it it really is glaring. Yeah. Um, the differences between modern games and some of these old ones, even, you know, remasters or whatever you want to call this trilogy. Right. Um, but no, that's been a lot of fun. I have popped a little bit into Halo. They just started the new holiday event. Yes. yes. Um, I believe that actually started uh, the day of us recording. It started yesterday. Um, if you just log in every day, you can get a reward. Some of the things are pretty cool. I'm always looking forward to getting some new Halo armor and, uh, just really enjoying that mostly. Nice. Um, I need to dip my toes back into the campaign a little bit. I kind of put it on the back the uh, back burner for a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, still enjoying the multiplayer a lot. Yeah. Um, I found myself recently gravitating more towards Halo than Call of Duty. Nice. Um, and that's not something that I have historically done. Right. Um, but it's been really good, good. and it just it you know I'm gonna say it, and we've talked a lot about Halo, but. It's just very nice playing this game. Right. And I'm really glad that they've continued to treat the game the way it should be treated, and they've listened. Right. Um, and, you know, it's not even... It's not even a month... A month, two two, two months in at this point? A month? Since the multiplayer? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the exact date, but yeah. About yeah, that. yeah, so it's, it's not even been that long, and they've right. been very responsive, um, and the content has been flowing. Right. So I'm very eager to see how they continue to do that. Yep. Um, I kind of, at this point, kind of almost have faith in it because it's been so faithful so far in right. such a small amount of time. Um, I think they realize what excellent bones they have in a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just recently had a really awesome Halo tournament that I think went, went really well. I think Cloud9 won, yeah. which is really cool. And it's just good to see a game that cares about all of the scene. It cares about the casual multiplayer's you know, people play it casually. It cares about the hardcore. Right. And that's something that is falling so behind in things like Call of Duty because it's so centered on money. Right. And how much we can pump the money. Right. Um, so it's just refreshing um, playing a game that takes skill um, and not attachments. Yes. Um, so Not grinding for yeah, attachments. Yeah. So I've played uh, very little of the multiplayer this last week or so. But I did finish up the campaign. Oh, dude, and let me say one more thing. Yeah, they, yeah, go for it. They added cat ears. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which is actually hilarious. And, you know, I don't want to say that I'm salty when I die to ca- someone with cat ears, but it is kind of funny. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, ooh-woo. Feels a little trolly. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So anyway, go ahead. Well, I just was going to say I finished up the campaign. Uh, I very much enjoyed it. It has its faults. The environments get a little stale. Uh, the open world is a little repetitive, more repetitive than I would like, yeah. although I'm a map clearer. So yeah, I, I sped through this because I have some deadlines I have to meet for other things that I wanted to make sure I got it done so it didn't get spoiled for me. But I enjoyed it overall. Uh, it was fun. It was a better story than we've seen in a little while. Yeah. Of course, for That's Halo. Something new, which I, th- which yes. I, I think is pretty cool that yep. they've been able to, uh, you know, innovate the series even if it's not a new unnecessarily idea the open world but for this series it is right um and it's cool to see their take on it for sure talking about old games that we used to play and we're playing again you talk about gta uh i recently started playing the alan wake remastered okay uh which alan wake if i haven't said it before on the show uh, was one of the first games i ever played i played the first game i ever played for my 
360, I want to say, was Modern Warfare 2. Okay. And Classic. Yeah, of course, I just, you know, played that the entire life of my 360. <laughs> yeah, me too, Bill. But yeah, the other game would have, the, the other first game was either Red Dead, the original Red Dead, or it was Alan Wake. I can't remember which came first, but uh, I love Alan Wake. I've always loved Alan Wake. I like Remedy a good deal. And so I've been playing this new Alan Wake, and it feels like the same game, but looks better, which is fine. Nice. That's exactly what I wanted. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm only like two chapters in so far, so I haven't, you know, totally. The good thing is it's been so long that I can't remember what right. actually happens. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like re relearning something. It's like... Yeah. Right. But I will say it's very clear that it's a decade-old plus game. Yeah, I was going to say, are you feeling some of the uh, the old jank creep in? Not necessarily jank. I don't feel much jank, but it's just like, oh, that's right. Ten years ago, this is what we thought gameplay right. was like. <laughs> yeah. We shot you, you do one thing in order to do another thing, and then you repeat that 800 million times. Right. So Alan Wake very much for me has always been about, you know, the story and the scariness and the, the, the thriller right. aspect right, of right. it. Uh, a little bit of storytelling. Um, not necessarily gameplay. So I'm okay with that. I'm having a fun time with it. But, you know, it's one of those things that in your mind ages better than it really really is. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll be satisfied with it once I finish it. Yeah. But and then the other thing is uh, I was playing... Well, let Go me ahead. ask real quick. Yeah, yeah. Did the, was it the, the, the second trailer that kind of got you refired up about it at the Game Awards? No. No, it wasn't. It was just, it was separate. Yeah. I gotcha, mean, gotcha. I am fired up about that. But, uh, no, I've been wanting to play it since it was announced. Gotcha, I've been willing gotcha. to play it since, like, 2010. But uh, I've been wanting, yeah, it was since it was announced. And it was just that it was, there was finally a, because this wasn't a game. I I had to prioritize other games, like Guardians. I was doing a spoiler cast specifically for that. Yeah. Uh, then I had to, to prioritize Halo because uh, I didn't want to be spoiled. Right. And you yeah. had to prioritize, like, you know, stuff like that. It so just fit in. Alan Wake is one of those games where it's like, well, there's nothing else out right now. And this is a game that you can play kind of anytime because it's an old game. Yeah. And you didn't, I didn't have to worry about all the other stuff. So it's just that it fit into the schedule. Yeah. Now. Good, man. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, but I am very fired up about Alan Wake 2, especially if they're going to go a little bit different direction. I with know. It. Yeah. I'm not even a fan of the series. And the way they were talking about it got me very interested. Yes. Um, I don't know if it, was, it, it would be enough for me to go back. Right. Um, because sometimes going back to a series that you have no history with. Yeah. And is old. Yeah. It's kind of hard. Right. Um, but we'll see, man. I'll tell you when I'm done with it if I think you should go back to it. Okay. If not, see, I don't know if this is a game you go back to. If you're totally new to it, if you go back to it to play it, I don't know if that's good. It might be worth just watching a like a like a, a super cut, like a super cut yeah. on YouTube or something. Yeah, honestly, if you're if you're interested in the second, right, game. right, right, because the if you play the first one, having never played it in the past, it might be a downer for the second one, even though the second <laughs> right. one's not going to be much like it. So. Right. Uh, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon is oh, another no. game I've been playing. That's awesome. For those who don't know, it's uh, it's Shovel Knight, and he's in a dungeon. Uh, basically, it's kind of like a match three game, but you're not matching anything. Uh, you have a, an amount of health and an amount of attack, and you're attacking bad guys to clear the map. Nice. Uh, they, they fall down like in Tetris, you know, that kind of thing. So definitely different than like the traditional Shovel Knight Oh, experience. yeah, it's not a platformer. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, you unlock different features and power-ups and you earn money and you uh, progress through stages and stuff like that. I was having a lot of fun with it and then I was just like messing around with some of the options in the menu 
and I knew that they were like to make it different and everything. And I was just having a tr trouble getting past like one of the stages. I was like, you know, I'm just going to bump this. I'm just going to change this up, give myself one more health and give the bad guys one less health. Yeah. And I just started blitzing through levels and I was like, I don't like this now. <laughs> so I need to change it back right. and go back and actually play it the right way. You got to adjust some. Yeah. It was just, it made it actually too easy. That's wild. Which dude. is not something I would say because I don't have any problem playing a game on easy. Yeah. But with Shovel Knight, it's very little about the story and very much about the game. Right, right, right. So I, I want to do that, but I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I can't imagine that it's something that I'm going to, you know, be stuck on for a while or anything. Yeah. But I'm having fun with it for the time being. Definitely. I think that probably wraps up what I've been playing other than the, the normal stuff for me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. So. Well, I have all these other games sitting around. I have so many games I've bought and never finished. Dude, I so do I. So many games that have been free on PlayStation Plus. And, and I'm like, oh, you know what? During Christmas time, for, you know, whatever, I'm going to play so many games. It never happens. You always have something else to do. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. It's like I have Guardians of the Galaxy sitting. Yeah. And I'm like... GTA three, yeah, that definitely. Of all the, <laughs> of all the things, of all the you know the the awards it won, you know whatever. I'm like, yeah, let's play GTA three, yeah, with a shitty port. Let's we, do that. We may have like a bigger conversation uh, after the first of the year. We'll see how things go, but about game of the year, but Hitman three and Guardians are probably in my top two or three for my favorite games of the year. Yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, I I've given it some thought, not enough. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely want to loop back around to this conversation, but, um, out of absolutely nowhere, yeah. um, it takes two has been like oh, yeah. an amazing game right? and like probably one of the most fun games I've played this year, maybe not the best. Right. So I'll have to give that some more thought because just cause it's the most fun right. and it's a great game. Right. Doesn't mean that it should be my game of the year. So, I mean, I think for, for our conversations, game of the year means, the game you enjoyed the most. That's true, in though. My opinion. Yeah. That's true. So I, I definitely want to give it some more thought. Um, yeah. And there's some things that I'm hoping to tie up, but uh, right. I, guess, I guess we'll see, man. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Nice. Well, that's all we got for you. I think I failed to mention at the top of the show, if you want to support the show, go over to patreon.com slash handsome phantom. You can support us at the $1 a month or higher level and get ad-free early access to the show. A new After Dark, HP After Dark, is available as of a couple days ago, and it includes uh, Phil and Dustin. Phil, who's dead, um, he, he was on that episode. Uh, I, I'm Like a year ago, I made the joke that Phil was dead, and somebody in the Discord believed me for a minute. Yeah, they so thought I was just, being callous about it, so now I just keep it, it going. Yeah, yeah, just run it. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so that, that's included. And then you can get that at the $3 level or higher, or else you got to wait a month, which, you know, you decide if that's worth yeah, it or not. Yeah, up to you. And again, hang out on the Discord. Uh, Discord.com slash, no, handsomephantom.com slash Discord. We'll meet you over there. We'll, we'll chat about stuff. You know. Yeah, pop in and say hi. Mm -hmm. Brandon, have a Merry Christmas. You too, man. Yeah. Everybody else out there, have a Merry Christmas. The one thing, people are like, I think I, I maybe mentioned this last week. It's like, well, I don't celebrate Christmas. Well, it's still Christmas Day. You can have a happy day. That's true. I'm just wishing you like, it'd be like if I wished you happy 4th of July. Yeah. I don't care if you celebrate 4th of July. I'm wishing you the happy day. It is now that day. It's now well, that day. Well, it, it, yeah. it was. <laughs> you get it. That's all we got. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. The HP Podcast and Handsome Phantom is supported by our proud patrons over at patreon.com slash handsomephantom. Htrons, Maurice Bays, Passive Pixels, Edwin Castillo, Fusebro, Boots, Hoot, Jared, Josh Cummings, Edward Walton, Charles Peterson, Toby Ryland, Straw Hat Ninja, Jared Cavaliero, and Jason Canham.